0: I want someone to find that place in their life today, someone that would like to be broken free from habitual sin. I would like for you to find that spot today. So I hope that this message is going to accomplish that. Uh, I've been singing kids songs. I'd worked with the kids a lot. And so I've been singing kids songs, and there's one that I sing in the car and with the kids. Uh, And it comes from Colossians chapter 3. So let's read that text. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. If you're not familiar with Christians, we believe that when you reach the end of your life, if you believe in Jesus Christ, then you get to live forever with God in heaven, eternal life. But some Christians, if you're not a Christian, you're watching us, and that's okay. Some Christians give the impression they don't know what to do between now and then. If you're like me, you go to church on Sunday, right? And uh, you wear your Christian t shirt the rest of the week. That way they'll know, right? If you don't have the t shirt on, how will they know? And you listen to K Love in your car, right? I'm going to tell you, in my life, wearing a Christian t-shirt did not set me free from the grips of sin, even though I wanted to serve Jesus Christ. It didn't do it for me. I didn't have Caleb, but I had Christian music. Res band, man. I'm telling you. (laughs) Who's old enough to know with me? All right. And as much as, as they would have loved, Jesus' people would have loved to have been the power that set me free, it didn't. So... How do you have a face-to-face encounter that's strong enough to set you free from the habit of sin? What will it take for, to make you a triumphant, victorious Christian? Colossians 3 tells us to seek the things that are above. You guys know Jesus is a seeker, right? Do you ever read Luke 19? It's my favorite chapter. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, Luke 19. And it says, The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. I am that lost thing. Say that out loud. I am that lost thing. I am that lost thing. That's what Jesus was seeking. And he came not just to seek, but to save. And now, old people, you old people ready? Do you remember? The song it said, Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. Hit the high part. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me. To victory beneath the cleansing flood. Don't you young people wish you had that in your lives? What a testimony. So Jesus was a seeker and he he found me. And he bought me. And then I became a Christian. And got bored. No, then what? What? And then, this is where it changes, because Jesus is a seeker. I want to be like Jesus, so I need to become a seeker. First and foremost, seek heavenly things. That's what this says. Kingdom things. When you are seeking the Father's heart, you will be like Jesus. The heart of the Father is towards lost people, but before you seek the lost, you have to seek the heart of God. And then you'll be a seeker of the lost. You remember Luke chapter 12, verse 31. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. All right, old people. Ready? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Little more men. And his righteousness. Hit the high note, girls. And all these things will be added unto you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' day, there were people that claimed to be seeking Him, seeking His kingdom, followers of Jesus. But in John chapter 6, Jesus turned to them and He said, Truly I say to you, you're seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on Him God the Father has set His seal. Seek Christ. Do do not seek Christ because He blesses you. Just seek Christ. Do not seek Christ because he makes you feel better about yourself. Do not seek Christ because he will make you look good to somebody else. Those will all perish. Don't seek Christ because you think he's going to give you stuff. Your pursuit of Christ has nothing to do with the pursuit of wealth or fame or position. Uh, Anybody play games with kids? Anybody ever played Follow the Leader? Have you played Follow the Leader? In Follow the Leader, you guys know the game, right? The teacher leads and all the kids in the class got to copy and follow the teacher. This is what I want you to do with Jesus. Follow him. If I were going to play with Marvin, I won't make you do it, Marvin, okay? If we were going to play Follow the Leader... Marvin's leading me around the room, and I trip because, well, because Jeremy Fortress tripped me. That's why I tripped. <laughs> Put his foot out there. So I trip and fall down, and Marvin's leading along. What do I do? Am I, am I done following Marvin? No. You see, you can think about this as a kid. Yeah, I just get up and I start following Marvin again. What if as I'm walking around a room, one of you says, hey, I got a cup of coffee. All of a sudden, I, I'm distracted. I forgot about Marvin. Shiny objects. Hey, don't, do not play tag in the parking lot this time of the year. Uh, they're putting the hitches back on their trucks to pull their boats. If you're playing follow the leader and you bust your shin, you don't have to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're following Jesus Christ and you stumble or you get distracted, just get back on track. Keep following Jesus. The phrase here says, set your mind. Set your mind. It means, my mom used to tell me when I go to grandma, she'd say, mind your grandma. And if I didn't, there would be consequences. But I... She meant think. This, this Greek word literally means think. I, we need Christians that will think before they act. Instead of, it's easy to think about where I've been, but we need to think about where God wants us to be. Set your mind. You guys don't know this one, I'll bet you, because this was an East Coast chorus. We used to sing, my mind's made up, my heart is set. I'm going with Jesus all the way. Do you know it? Well, my mind's made up and my heart is set. I'm going with Jesus all the way. Want to try it? My mind's made up. My heart is fixed. I'm going with Jesus all the way. Well, my mind's made up and my heart is fixed. I'm going with Jesus all the way. See, these old songs can help you out. It's true. Did anybody know that one? Just me. All right. It's, out, it's from out east. Or a different denomination than the Assemblies of God. Anyway. it's probably Kajic, actually. But. We need to think. I can look back on my life, and I say to myself, what was I thinking? <laughs> a lot. Ask my wife. A lot. I look back and think, what was I thinking? You know? I remember my school pictures my senior year, saw that haircut. (laughs) What was I thinking? (laughs) And you know what will happen five years from now? I'll look back at my pictures today and I'll think, what was I thinking? Someone uh, recently said, a good friend, I love them, said, you look like somebody that never step into a church. (laughs) 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 And uh, I won't tell you, but their initials are Jeff Ryder. And I won't tell you who it was, but I'm I'm really, really good with that because it's not hard for you guys to imagine what I was before Jesus Christ saved me. It's probably not hard for some of you to, to imagine that I'd sneak out and smoke a cigarette. It's not hard to imagine. It's probably not hard for some of you to imagine that I smoked marijuana in high school. It's not hard to imagine that with me. We try to keep those things hid. And that isn't what hide means in this case. Be a seeker of Jesus Christ. Some of you are stubborn people. Why can't you be stubborn for following Jesus? Be a seeker. Seek a deeper life in Christ. The deeper life leads us deeper into God's word, not further outside of it. The Word of God and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, they lead us deeper into the holiness of God. And holiness requires personal identification with the death of Jesus Christ by crucifixion. So God is calling you to participate in the death of Jesus Christ. God's drawing you so deeply into Jesus that you become completely hidden. hide the cross hides us Colossians chapter 2 talks about Jesus it says for in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority in him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ you may not catch all that but you know this next part having been buried with him in baptism. You know water baptism. In which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together. The Greek word is actually co-raised you. Co-raised with Jesus, having forgiven us all of our trespasses by canceling the record of the debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. My briefer summary is this. You, me, you were dead in your trespasses, you were dead in sin. And God co-quickened you, put life in you through with Jesus Christ. And then it says God wiped out. This could be translated that he wiped out. We've been singing these songs. I was thinking, what are the lyrics to wipe out? I could put those in right here. Does anybody, anybody know the words? All right. God wiped out the things that keep you from returning back to sin. The the cycle over and over, you confess your sins and then you drift away and you fall back into the same ones again. You go and confess them, you ask Jesus to forgive you and then you drift away and you fall back into them again. God has wiped out anything that would cause you to stay in that cycle. That's what has been wiped out. One time, a coworker of mine took a magic marker and thought it was the dry erase marker. And they wrote something silly about our boss on the whiteboard. (laughs) The cross of Jesus Christ, your permanent sins, the cross wipes them out. As easy as, as dry erase marker. But only the cross you can't get rid of sins and you can't get rid of that urge to sin and beat it on your own. It's not a natural thing. I'll just think more positive. I'll just do better. You have to die to sins by identifying with Jesus Christ in the cross. Romans says we are more than conquerors. Jesus made a triumphant show in the cross over sin. That's how powerful the cross the death of Jesus Christ is. So the cross hides me, and I put the sun hides me, but it's a different sun. There's a Greek word, sun, that is, can be used, it's a preposition with, but it can be used as a prefix, like we do, uh, like I just did. I call, talked about a co worker. So we're both workers, but when we're together, co worker. Or, uh, if you're writing something and you have another author, two of you authors or three get together and you become a co-author for that. Uh, in high school, in 1977, me and Barb Hardesty were both editors of the newspaper. So we were co-editors of The Black and Gold. Yes, I was an editor of The Black and Gold in Covington, Indiana, not Purdue. Not Purdue. <laughs> oh, That's funny. So we talked about play and follow the leader, but uh, there's a, I asked Mark last week, if there's, there's a special game, it's like hide and seek, but instead, here's, it's called sardines, and here's how you play it. You want to go home and try this. This is your homework. Get your family together. Play sardines. I uh, would take the whole youth group. We'd sit in the kitchen or my dining room or wherever we were, and we couldn't see outside, and we would send one person outside to hide. One person. And they'd, we'd give them boundaries, you have to stay within this, these boundaries. and that person would hide, and we'd count, you, know, three minutes or whatever, whatever time. Then we'd all go look. And if you found the person that was hiding, you hid with them. And then the next person to find them, they'd hide with them. Pretty soon, you have the entire youth group hiding behind the rose bushes, and that one person walking around, all by themselves. <laughs> they can't find the youth group. And that's when the game is over. <laughs> to me, maybe you don't get it, but to me, when I find Jesus, I hide with him. I, where Jesus is, where he uh, died, I'm with him. I'm hiding in the cross. There are three words in Colossians that are these sun words. Co, with, union. In Colossians 2.12, it says, first, where it is, I'm buried with Jesus. Has anybody here ever been buried on the beach? You've been buried? I hope you, you've got to get back out. But we don't want to do that. When we're buried with Jesus, it's because we were dead to sin, we were dead in sin, and Jesus changed Now we're dead to sin. Also in the same verse, Colossians 2.12, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with, co-raised, I already mentioned. And that's what water baptism is telling people. You come in front of everybody and you say, I'm buried with Jesus. I am dead to the sin and sins. And the pastor holds you until they're all washed off, right? (laughs) I'm dead and then I'm raised with Jesus. I died with Jesus. I'm dead with Jesus. I'm alive, co-quickened, co-raised. Oh, I didn't get to co-quickened yet. I jumped ahead. Uh, co-buried, son Saptō is the picture. Water baptism. Co-raised, son aguero. Jesus' resurrection is for my transformation as well. And then in verse 13, you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh. God made alive together. Suzo poieo, Jesus' life is my new life. Did you like the Greek, Mark? Was that cool? Okay. Look at Colossians chapter three. If then you have been raised with Christ. It's the same word for co-raised. That's the big if to me. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Are you with Christ? Christ. Are you with Christ in death to sin? Are you with Christ in living as a new person through faith in Jesus Christ? Are you a participant or an observer? Not just of of Christianity, but in the death of Jesus. Is your life hidden with Christ? Is your sinful flesh still peeking out and taking control? You ever ever played hide and seek with a uh, a three-year-old? I have. Have you ever played hide and seek with a three year old? You have, haven't you? Yeah. Do you know how that works? You count, they don't know the numbers, you can count any way you want. And you just count some numbers, and they, pre- they pretend to hide standing by something. <laughs> and then when you get done counting, about five seconds later, here they come looking for you. That's me. I'm supposed to be hidden in Christ. And my old sinful self is like a three-year-old always wanting to come back out and get attention. Look at me. We are, we we need to, let me tell you about your identity with Christ. Two things. One, you need to be in Christ. Colossians 2, 6 and 7 say uh, you are, you walk in him, you are rooted and built up in in him. So you need to be in Jesus. But secondly, you also need to be with Christ. Colossians 3.1 we read says, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Stop thinking merely that Jesus died for you. Jesus didn't only die for me. Jesus died because of me. Jesus died because of me. I was dead in sin. And Jesus died so that I could be dead to sin. We only think of it sometimes as Jesus died to forgive me of my sins. Jesus invites us to be co buried co-quickened, and co-raised with Jesus. Slide seven. The Christian experience involves a comprehensive and radical change of nature from dead in sin to dead to sin, from degenerate to regenerate, from depravity to discipleship through faith, A follower of Jesus Christ is called to participate with Jesus in his death and resurrection. There's an old King James word, mortify. It means that your old man... There's three names for this old self. We're not talking about my physical body, all right? I I don't have to physically die. Jesus physically died. I'm saying my old self. That's what I call the flesh. It's really weird. The word for flesh in the Bible is the same as the word for meat. <laughs> but it means your old self before Christ. Your, the, the sinful self of you that was not renewed in Jesus Christ. To mortify means to put that person to death with Jesus Christ on the cross. To participate in the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Because the scripture teaches us that living in sin makes me an enemy of God. James chapter 4. Don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? But the cross of Jesus Christ brings me to a relationship of friendship. Living in sin keeps me from following Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 9, Jesus said... If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Living in sin prevents me from being Christ-like. In Children's Church on Wednesdays, we've been studying some of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. If you happen to look in Colossians chapter 3, you'll find out that the fruit of the spirits nearly repeated again. It says in Colossians 3.12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. Aren't these what the things Jesus does? The fruit of the Spirit is us being like Jesus. If I continue in sin, I can't be like Jesus. Colossians says, above all these things, put on love. Isn't that the first one? Love, joy, peace. You guys guys know the nine fruit of the Spirit? This morning my granddaughter was singing them, and she sings love, joy, peace, pizza, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. too. And I thought, "What, what a lunch that would be. Pizza kindness. If anybody wants to treat me to that, Catch me afterwards. Catch me outside. (laughs) It's not in my notes, Mark. The fruit of the Spirit is me copying the master, an apprentice. Did you know that's what Jesus is in discipleship? You don't just learn from Jesus. You duplicate his work in your life. That includes his work on the cross. That includes the work of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. But you, living in sin makes you an enemy of God. It keeps you from following Jesus. It prevents you from being Christ-like. Do you remember Romans chapter 8? For we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good For those who are called according to His purpose, for those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. We need to be like Jesus. So I hope you've made up your mind by now. I've made through all eight slides. And as the worship team comes... I want to challenge you to seek to identify with Christ Jesus so much in his death, in his resurrection, dead to sin, alive to Christ. Seek to identify with Jesus Christ so much that you become completely hidden in him. No peeking from around the curtains. Completely hidden. So that your actions, and your habits and your behavior are transformed. When you fall down, ask forgiveness and get up and keep following Jesus so that you live as a person that is dead to sin so that you live as Christ is living through you. I asked that this sermon might Challenge someone that's struggling with habitual sin. You would like to be saved. You try it. But this is the key. It's identifying with the crucifixion. Galatians, uh, even when you're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, our memory verse for the children was this from Galatians 5. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. And you're wanting to do that, but today you'd like for us to pray with you. Because it, it won't happen now. This will happen tomorrow as you go to the cross with Jesus and you're with him to conquer sin. When you say to yourself, No, those eyes are, belong to Jesus now, I'm crucified. No, my hands belong to Jesus Christ. My heart belongs to Jesus. It's Jesus' life, not mine. I don't have the right to keep sinning. If you'd like for us to pray with you to be victorious and triumphant over habitual sin, you can raise your hand. and We're going to pray with you this morning. One little guy right there, we'll pray with you right here. I'm going to have a uh, prayer team. If you come, anybody would like for them to pray with you, would you, you? They'll join you. Is the prayer team here? Let's pray for those that, that raise their hand. Are they going to meet you guys over there? Is that how we, we're doing it? Meet with the prayer team as we stand. Everyone stand. Those of you who'd like to pray with someone. Meet with the prayer team. I'm going to pray with you in closing in a minute. Let's sing a song together. Father God, thank you for your great grace and mercy. Thank you that you loved us through Jesus Christ who gave himself. Thank you for forgiveness of sin, for cleansing of sin. Thank you for such a great, overwhelming salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lift up your hands for this blessing. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Amen. Hug seven people before you leave. I like hugging.